Godzilla Bundy, Werewolf Bundy, or King Kong Bundy? Which one's a real wrestler? I don't know. Sublime with Rome, the second best sublime that there is. The song is Light On. John chooses it for you on Wednesday, but John's chosen songs that Micah would be A-OK with because Micah's here today. It's my favorite song. It's nice of you, John. Aw, look at the love happening here. Sounds like you'd hear it at like uh, Animal Kingdom or something. Yeah, it's very drummy. It's got like that alternative heavy drum feel. Percussive. Animal Kingdom? <laughs> yeah, like, welcome to the Animal Kingdom roller coaster. The craziest roller coaster in the Congo. Please keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. I don't know why you find a Jamaican in the Congo. All right, so this is going to be very interesting. We Look, we get pitched so many guests. Like, every every radio show on the planet gets about 15 to 30 emails a day from people trying to book guests, and 99.9% of them are things that, quite frankly, you wouldn't want to hear. Yeah, this one's near and dear to your heart, though. This one is very near and dear to my heart. Today being World Kindness Day, you're supposed to do kind acts for people. Me being a... Uh, I'd say a dick in transformation. I've been a dick most of my life. And uh, within the last couple of years, I'm making a concerted effort not to be such a dick. Trying to anyway. Do you find yourself ever reverting with dick-like tendencies? Oh my God, yeah. If I don't keep it in check, I can be a real dick. When when you were gone uh, last week, I started to revert to dick mode. You did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I feel like the first day I came back, there was still a little dick in you. But I, I think over the past few days, like we've we've worked through it. Managed and, to expel it? Yeah. Probably. So this guy wrote a book. His name is Mark Borg Jr., PhD. So then he'd be Dr. Borg to us. Uh, he wrote a book called Don't Be a Dick, Change Yourself, Change Your World. Mm-hmm. And I read that and I thought, you know what? That that pairs up well with World Kindness Day. We want people to be nice to each other. We have fun. We bust balls. But at the end of the day, what's missing from our society these days civility you know treating each other with respect and compassion no matter how different our views may be and no matter how uh, varied our goals might be we don't need to be a dick to anyone now i fight against the natural tendency to be a dick because i think i come from a long thick line of dicks and um i fight the tendency every day especially here on the radio but also in real life dr borg is there any hope for me to overcome being a dick Yes, listen, I, you're singing my song. I mean, you, that, that is the song of dickery, I think. The song of, you know, it, things keep coming at me, things keep coming at me, and I keep looking for reasons, and I'm in some kind of reformation, but the challenge of every day is to, you know, start the reformation process over and over again. So if you're already involved in that, I absolutely believe that you can keep the process, the project going. Good, because I'm sick of alienating people around me. I'm sick of uh, of uh, dealing with the hubris of being a dick. It's exhausting. And while a, a, a comment with a sharp tongue comes out of my mouth so easily, I would like to uh, to curb that while I can. I'm reading the four agreements right now. I find that that helps uh-huh. tremendously. And when I'm done with yeah. that, I'm going to tackle Dr. Mark Borg Jr.'s book, don't be a dick. Tell us about the book a little bit and tell us why you're such an authority on people not being dicks. 
I'm an authority for the same reason it seems like you're describing. I, you know, I live in New York City. I walk down the street. I jump on the subway. I jump in front of cars and I veer away from taxis and uh, bicycles. But most importantly, I'm in a marriage. I'm in a work group. I see a lot of clients who are throwing curveballs at me all day long. And, you know, I had a couple of epic meltdowns, one, a public meltdown with my work group. And I saw myself looking at all these guys in my group and just saying to myself, man, why, how did I wind up here with such a bunch of dicks? And I, at that moment, and I was acting so poorly that I had this incredible opportunity to say to myself, if I'm seeing dicks everywhere, that must mean something about me. And it was right then that I hit this pause button and saw that it really, the, the lens that I was seeing through was my own dickery. And because I didn't want to implode and explode my world, I started working on this project. And, uh, you know, the, the project really is, like you said, the, the, the process of reforming my own behavior so that I can then see the world as a kinder, gentler place. And I can be kinder and gentler right back. And, and so far, so good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And I got to say, New York's probably the most challenging place not to be a dick because there are so many <laughs> there are so many good reasons to be a dick in New York, right? That's exactly right. And that's why I, I mean, I love that I had the opportunity to actually sit down and write this book because, I mean, every single solitary day, New York throws these curveballs at me that I'm like, okay, right there. I'm going to have this mantra and let's see how it works. Let's see if just saying to myself, over and over again, don't be a dick. Every single time I'm tempted, at least opens the door to me resisting the, the siren song of justified dickery. I mean, it's like you said, you know, New York is, is the ultimate, maybe the mecca of, of dickery. And so it really is also the mecca of opportunity to, you know, put this, this whole philosophy and then the practice in place. No doubt about it. We're speaking to the author of Don't Be a Dick, Change Yourself, Change Your World, Dr. Mark Borg Jr. John? Uh, yes, Dr. Borg. So you're a psychologist, a psychoanalyst, so I want to kind of get into the deep root of being a dick. Uh, are most dicks, are they, are they getting off on being mean to other people, or is their ultimate goal to get someone to be mean to them because they don't feel good about themselves? Ah, oh, that's the greatest question ever, because I really think that it's even deeper than that. I think what happens is we are so stuck in that old kindergarten question, that question that maybe was answered poorly when we just wanted to know if that person on the playground liked us or not. And maybe they gave us some kind of uh, evidence that they didn't, and then we walked away. And we just held on to this deep, terrible insecurity. And if that insecurity never gets dealt with, if we don't find kindness and love and acceptance from other people in our world, what we do is we start thinking that other people are treating us poorly. And what I find is that dicks, the dick actually thinks other people are attacking him or her. Right. But what's really going on is these are counterattacks. They just don't realize it. So the funny, funny twist here is that dealing with our own insecurity Dealing with how we think other people are treating us poorly, dealing with that, really dealing with uh, ultimately becomes a matter of dealing with self-acceptance. That sets us free. I mean, I, I get what you said, John. I mean, yes, people are inviting terrible behavior. And yeah, there's no such thing as one dick in New York as one dick is walking around inviting other people. And all of a sudden there's two, you know, there's always two dicks that, scrap, you know, that, are, that are having the scrap on the street. Yeah, that is true. It takes two uh, dicks to tango. I think is the uh, the time honored uh, phrase. Uh, we were speaking That's with right. There's a sword fight. We were, <laughs> we were speaking with Dr. Mark <laughs> Borg, the author of "Don't Be a Dick: Change Yourself, Change Your World." I did read that you think that just about everyone 
has a dick inside them, no matter how small it might be. Even the nicest person we know, even even Micah Rotunda, the, the princess of positivity. Micah, do you feel like you could be a dick if pushed properly? Yes. So that's a question I actually have for Dr. Mark is that whenever you're surrounded by people who are all negative and you're just kind of floundering in a bunch of hatred and all of you are just rude to each other, what's the first step you take to start making a conscious decision to be more kind whenever it's the, it's the standard of what's around you? The first step I always take, the first step, and it's the one that I think saves interaction after relationship, after marriage, after family encounter, is pause. Any time that we have an opportunity to hit pause, what we get to do is we get to take a step back and actually ask ourselves, what is the contribution we want to make here? And I think if we actually get that pause, a situation like you just described can be perceived differently. It might be that I don't want to contribute. It might be that I'm only modeling for these people in the group some alternative, because a lot of groups that are caught up in really intense dickery, and the whole work group is all, you know, just sort of uh, ridden and riddled with this kind of behavior. If, If nobody ever hits that pause and takes a step out of that behavior, then the behavior just goes on and on and on. But if one person hits pause and one person stops contributing to the negativity, as you called it, then it, it starts to provide an opportunity, just a little sliver of an opportunity to, to, for another person to then become invited into non-dickery. Because the other thing I want to say about this is I don't really believe, or the way that I'm writing about being a dick is I don't even look at a dick as a kind of like who we are. I don't say like a dick, you're a dick. I say dick is... is is not what we are, it's what we do. I'm looking at this dick as a behavior, and if you look at it as a behavior, then you can step out of it at any time. So, Mark, do you struggle like I do with people who know how to push your buttons, and and you're on your path, and there are people who don't want you to get there because they like you as a dick, and they feel comfortable with you as a dick, so they know which buttons to push, and what's the best tip you can give when when you know someone's trying to get at you, but they still say those things that get underneath your skin and try to bring out that inner dick? It's funny you said that because I have a whole little uh, section what I, with what uh, uh, a section called the turd hurler, mm. and the turd hurler is exactly that person. The turd hurler who can't stand you being balanced, who wants you to join her or him in this kind of state. And I'll tell you, the answer is the same. It's, it's hitting pause always because if you can hit pause and not engage in that person's invitation into dickery, a real tried and true chronic acute dick will eventually, you know, take the same approach that a starving cat takes, which mm. is, you know, it finds someone else. You know, they always say that the best way to get rid of a stray cat is not to feed it. The best way to get rid of a dick, don't feed it. Don't feed the dick. <laughs> don't don't feed the dick. Is, <laughs> don't feed the it's dick. great advice for World Kindness Day, for sure. Uh, John Senning, what do you have for Dark, Dr. Mark Borg, the author of Don't Be a Dick? Dr. Borg, we actually had a couple instances that have happened to Drew uh, recently that, that we thought maybe you could we could run by you and with your you right. know professional opinion, let oh. us know if these are dick-like behaviors or just the man being misunderstood. Right, Mark. Okay. Okay, so, okay. okay. Let's I'm, go for it. I'm pulling no punches here. I'm going to give you full honesty, okay? Okay. I, okay. I I don't like shaking strangers' hands. I, I don't okay. I, I honor that it is a tradition. I honor that it is a custom. I don't care for it personally. And with flu season here, I don't feel like I should have to touch a stranger if I do not want to. So I'm standing outside a bar a couple of weeks ago and a gentleman approaches and he's disgustingly smoking cigarettes and he's got a filthy cancer stick in his hand, puts it to his mouth, 
switches it to his other hand, and he extends his hand to shake mine. And I tell him, hey, man, I appreciate the thought, but I just saw you smoking that cigarette. I don't see why we need to touch. Uh, can we just bow? He blew by me, goes into the bar, later tells me he wants to kick my ass for disrespecting him, et cetera, et cetera. Was I a dick in that situation? Drew, do you really want to know whether you're a dick? Yeah. You really do. Like, deep in your heart of hearts, you really want to know. I got to know, Mark. Am I a dick? Okay. Then I'm going to tell you that the very, very quest to answer the question, am I a dick, is the ultimate non-dick move. No dick will look in the mirror. No dick can, can stand their own reflection through the fact that you want to know, the fact that you're looking at your behavior, the fact that you care about what happened, that you care about keeping yourself safe and hurting another person and then maybe pissing them off. That, to me, is the ultimate non-dick move, really. Uh, I love like, it. Uh, I love Dr. Borg. You're an enabler, Dr. Borg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm telling you guys. I, I, I know it sounds like that, but please. I, I, I'm so guilty of what Drew's talking about. This whole thing, somebody else just asked me a great question. I'm telling you, this book was written because I melted down at a guy who kicked me in the nuts at this work thing. Like, I mean, I look like the biggest dick in the whole world. And it, of course, it just so happened that two tables over were family friends that saw me using foul language. And I'm like this, you know, shrink. Oh, I've written this book. Oh, I got a standing in the community. I'm being the world's biggest jerk. So I'm telling you, Looking at our own behavior, that's not what jerks do. That's not what dicks or assholes or narcissists, we, they don't do that. So I'm not just enabling you. I'm telling you, keep looking at yourself. Keep asking these hard questions and let people who really care about you, maybe these other people who are kind of making fun of us, <laughs> let, them, let, them, let them love you. Let them love you. Let them, let them, let them. You know, whatever. And and that's, that's what we do. Mark, and that's what it's all about is letting people love you. And I, I get the feeling you and I are kind of kindred spirits in that we don't sufficiently love ourselves. Therefore, we put up walls that prevent other people from giving us the love that we don't feel like we deserve. And it's incumbent upon us to overcome that lack of self-love, to learn how to fall in, in love with ourselves, and then we'll find that we treat other people's with a little, treat people with a little more compassion, and let them in, and we feel worthy of the love that they have to give us, and we can we can drop the dick act. Yeah, I think so too. I really think again, dropping the dick act, it act is act is also yes, dropping the weapon that we think we're using on others, but we're actually using against ourselves. So it is a huge act of self-love. To, to, to not be a dick and to take any measure required to, to maintain that commitment. Everybody pick up the book, Don't Be a Dick, Dr. Mark Borg Jr. Thank you so much for the time today. I'd love to keep in touch with you. You sound like a hell of a guy. And uh, next time I make it up there to Brooklyn, I'd love to uh, grab a slice of pizza with you and, uh, and sit back and talk about how we're not dicks anymore. I'd love to. Let's hit Joe's on uh, 14th Street or down on Bleecker, all right? Joe's, are you kidding me? Joe's like no slices, Joe's, across where it yeah, used to be yeah, the old yeah. cathedral? That's my favorite pizza place in the world, Mark. <laughs> oh, man, synchronicity. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite word. <laughs> That's awesome. Mark, oh, man. thank you, buddy. I, right. I appreciate right. you, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll talk you soon. Too. Thanks, man. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that backfired. <laughs> I love what, you him. want me to be a dick? I don't want you to be a dick. I just wanted him to tell you you were a dick. That's dude, all. dude, he happened to mention Joe's Pizza, which is the greatest pizza spot right across from Phantom of the Opera. Right, secrets out. This no slices. Guy. This is your guy. You guys are meant to be best friends. And then he said synchronicity, which I've been into since that whole BTS thing. Mm-hmm.
He's my dick whisperer. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Is this Frank? Yes, sir. Frank, sorry to uh, make you sit through a dick interview, but uh, you uh, we were talking about uh, we we're talking about uh, Eminem video, and uh, you're you the marketing director there. Yeah, I'm the marketing director. Uh, I, I'm actually on location over at the Largo store right now. That's pretty awesome. I uh, my buddy Charlie Belcher was out there for Fox 13 the, uh, yesterday morning, and I said, "Man, that place is like a, like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory of video games. What a cool spot!" Oh, it's absolutely killer. That uh, St. Petersburg location is actually the combination of our two older ones. They pretty much had so much stuff and had so much arcade machines that they decided, heck, let's just buy out a warehouse and stock it full of everything. It's a sight to behold. That is really cool. We love to support local businesses. What are the chances of John Senning finding a Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy combo for the Xbox 360? I mean, I'm pretty sure that one, it makes its round. So I'm sure within one of our four stores, I definitely could grab that for you. Oh, yeah. Hey, consider it on the house, okay? Whoa! Oh, no. uh, what is your favorite, your personal favorite video game system of all, <laughs> of all time? Uh, I'm going to be a Super Nintendo, PS2, Nintendo Switch kind of guy. I love the PS2. I have to tell you, when that system came out, you remember the video game Busta Move? Oh, dude, absolutely. We'd, we would, remember when people were waiting in lines to get that when they had the shortage of PS2s? The only person I knew that had one was this girl whose dad was a doctor who paid somewhere around near $800 from some scalper for it. It was insane. I waited on the line. I had it first. I, <laughs> I had to get it. It was my wife at the time, our favorite video game. We would stay up until 4 o'clock in the morning lining up those bubbles and popping them. And, uh, man, that's, uh, yes. that's good times right there. Well, listen, thank you for calling in. Good luck to you guys. We love local small businesses and we can tell you guys got something really cool going on oh dude absolutely and like i said we have four stores one in largo one in clearwater one in seminole and then the st petersburg location that was on the news so no matter where someone is in pinellas county we can definitely help them out and the best getting the best deal they can on video games old or new awesome keep up the great work man thank you very much for calling in today definitely. thanks for having me on guys you guys have a great rest of the day we play you all the time here so oh. it's good to be on thanks so much Appreciate man it. hell yeah Oh man! Wow, we, that was that was that was a lot. That was, was a just a, that, was, that was a whirlwind of uh, synchronicity. Wow. Yeah, Doctor Mark Borg. I love Mark Borg. I'm gonna <laughs> grab pizza with Mark Borg. They think what? Nothing. Do what? I think what? Nothing. Do I think what? Just Mark. Yeah, seems like a good guy. Say what you were gonna I'm just, say. No, I'm just thinking before I speak. So I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna do that. Yep. That well, be- look, look at you trying not to be a dick. Yep. Drew Grab Alive. Who are you today? <laughs> hey, I'm Kevin. Hi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, dude. That dick. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Sorry, I fat fingered you, Kevin. You can. It's an odd choice of words. Oh man, why would you apologize? Sorry, I um, sorry, I hung up on you accidentally. There, I. Uh, uh, that's the best kind. Didn't, didn't, uh, <laughs> certainly didn't mean to. Uh... By the way, let's not let it just go by that when he said on the house. <laughs> When he said on the house, you gave the ZZ top, because oh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like maybe, but ten people caught that reference to to Nickelback. Dude, dude, but this show has ingrained in me that I will never be able to hear the phrase "on the house" without thinking of Nickelback and or ZZ top. You went for it immediately. Sorry, Drew Grab alive. Hello. Hello. Hi. What's up? Not much. Cool. What can we do for you? <laughs> I guess I deserve oh, that. Man. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Got Rick Astor. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question while you're in such a good mood. Sure, yeah, go ahead, buddy. 
Uh, how do I buy that book for somebody as a Christmas gift without Ooh. pissing them off? That's a great question because anybody you give the book to is going to go, what do you mean I'm a dick? Um, well, they might already know that they are, but that would just be a slap in the face. You know? Well, they do know that they are, but uh, nobody wants that dick slap in the face. Uh, it, well, a few that'd people. That would be horrible. Um, I would say just do it, and they probably know that you mean well, and they probably already know that they're a dick, so... Get him the book for Christmas because Dr. Mark deserves to buy more pizza. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hello. Hi. Lisa. Yeah, Lisa, did you just hang up on me? <laughs> no, my, I'm outside at work and my phone uh, oh, all right. disconnected. Yeah, how'd that feel, bitch? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I didn't really hang hey. up on you. I just threw you on hold. I was just kidding. <laughs> What's no, up? No, I didn't put you on hold. Hey, um, about the dicks. Yes. When my son was born... And they, I had a cesarean, and they were taking them from me. I kept telling the nurses not to dip them, not to dip them. And they all looked at me. Finally, the doctors stopped and all looked at me, and it's like, what do you mean? I said, you're going to dip them in, I don't know, am I allowed to say the ASS word? I think so. Okay. But not, but not, with, the, not, not with an H-O-L-E at the end of it, though. No. Okay. No, I said, you're going to dip them in the asshole juice, and he's going to turn out. <laughs> oh, my dumb bitch. No, no, yeah, no, and then she, and then she was, she was indignant about it. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. Oh my god! I knew she didn't get it either. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because it did. The, I could just tell that it wasn't going to take make sense if right. But like, what was getting dipped in there again? Her I baby. No, she didn't want him dipped in the a hole juice because she didn't want to turn it into one. Like when they took the baby out of the cesarean, I guess. You got to be careful not to dip them in. The, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, know, man. You know, what are you firing up in your joints? Oh, man. Crying <laughs> out loud! Totally, I'm totally lost right now. The war of <laughs> the war on Christmas has already started this year. Oh. Uh, we're only halfway through the month of November, and I have an update. I don't even know if you've seen this yet, Drew. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about it at length yesterday. The white pickup truck that uh, hit and run a man on uh, 301 yesterday. I got an update, and I'll give it to you next. Oh, that's a great tease. Uh, as it gets time for the holidays, you want to approach that with as little credit card debt as possible. Say you got a card right now that you got about 8500 bucks on, like most Americans, and you're paying 20% in interest. So then you're not paying off the principal. You're just paying off your interest every month and barely doing that. What I would love for you to do is get with our friends over at Achieva Credit Union. Because they'll let you transfer all of your balances there, and consolidating is a no-brainer. Black Friday's coming, retail season's coming, so if you need a card, it's an awesome time to do it. And you'll have plenty of time to get a low rate to pay it off. I mean, an intro rate of 2.2% with no transfer fee, and it's good until January 2021. Achieve a Credit Union gives you 1.5% up to 1.5% cash back on everything. You get ID theft protection, which is even better. I mean... You know, you check your balance. There was a while ago where they were trying to withdraw one penny from your account in a phishing way. And so I saw that and I called and uh, they said, yeah, nope, let's get you a new card because someone's trying to dip into your account. ID theft protection, chip, mobile pay, low monthly payments, friendly, helpful, efficient staff, flexible payment terms. All you have to do to get the whole thing started is go to www.achievacu.com. That is A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U dot com. And do like I do. Join Achieva Credit Union. Following the January 2021 billing cycle, your standard APR for purchases, balance transfers, and cash advances will range from 9.9 .9 to 17.9% based upon creditworthiness. Certain restrictions may apply. Achieva is federally insured by the NCUA.